0: Welcome back to the Middling Manager Hub podcast. I'm your host, Steve Westover, and today we're diving into a rather sensitive topic that's been gaining traction in the corporate world, the reality and ethics of quiet firing. For those unfamiliar, quiet firing is the practice of subtly pushing employees out of the organization without explicitly terminating them. This can manifest in various ways, and today we'll explore four examples, including a classic from the movie Office Space. So grab your headphones, find a comfortable seat, and let's get going. First, it's important to understand what is quiet firing. Quiet firing, also known as silent dismissal or constructive discharge, refers to the practice where an employer, instead of overtly terminating an employee, creates an environment Or take subtle actions to make the employee feel compelled to quit. This method is often characterized by indirect passive-aggressive tactics designed to convey dissatisfaction without explicitly addressing performance or behavior issues. Examples of quiet firing may include excluding an employee from important meetings or projects, failing to provide meaningful feedback, denying promotions or pay raises, and generally creating a work atmosphere that makes the individual uncomfortable or isolated. It's a controversial and ethically questionable approach, as it can have significant negative effects on the targeted employee's well-being and contribute to a toxic work culture. All right, folks, before we really get started on the topic today, let me take you on a time-traveling journey back to 1999, the era of frosted tips, butterfly clips, and a little cinematic gem called Office Space. Now, don't let the term satirical black comedy scare you off. It's basically just a hilarious roast of the 9-to-5 life in, in a swanky 1990s software company. So picture this, Ron Livingston, Jennifer Aniston, and a crew of fantastic folks grumbling about their jobs and pulling faces that perfectly capture the Monday morning struggle. It hit theaters in February 1999, and it didn't quite set any box office records on fire. It made only $12.2 million on a $10 million budget. But I want to give you a clue about what the movie is, because if you haven't watched it, as soon as we're done here, please go ahead, find it, download it, stream it, watch the movie. It's fantastic. It teaches all kinds of lessons about the office environment, everything from quiet quitting to quiet firing to doing absolutely as little as possible to get along, what the true focus of consultants might be, bosses that are annoying, horrible TPS reports that we're required to fill out that really serve no purpose. There's tons of gold here. I want you to keep that in mind as we talk about our topic of quiet firing, because this movie has an epic example of an office firing with this character Milton, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. So let's talk about those four examples of how quiet firing is a practice that often happens in organizations um, using that example from Office Space. Keep in mind, Office Space, it's a movie that didn't conquer the box office, but it did conquer our hearts, staplers, and the meme folders. It's a celebration of the daily grind with a touch of humor that turns even the most mundane tasks into comedy gold. So those four examples of quiet firing. So it can create exclusion from opportunities. In the workplace, some managers resort to excluding an employee from crucial meetings or projects by deliberately keeping them out of the loop. They create a sense of isolation and hint at their dissatisfaction without directly addressing the issue. This tactic can be demoralizing and contribute to a toxic work environment. Second, another manifestation of quiet firing involves failing to provide employees with constructive feedback. Instead of openly discussing areas of improvement, managers may opt for silence, leaving employees in the dark about their performance. This lack of communication can be confusing and demotivating, pushing individuals towards the exit without a clear understanding of their shortcomings. The third way this can manifest is pay raises and promotion denials. Quiet firing extends to the realm of compensation and career growth, Managers may intentionally overlook an employee for a pay raise or promotion, sending a message that their contributions are undervalued. This subtle form of rejection can be just as effective as a direct dismissal, prompting employees to question their view within the organization. And then the fourth example is the Milton example from Office Space. Instead of directly addressing his employment status, the company continuously moves his desk limits his access to resources, and eventually relocates him to the basement. His manager also steals his red stapler. This passive aggressive approach creates a hostile environment, forcing Milton to question his place within the company until he eventually decides to set the building on fire. Obviously a bad outcome. Quiet firing is on the rise. Now, don't get me wrong, passive-aggressive approaches to handling um, issues at work have been around forever, but it's on the rise and it's not a new concept because managers in their quest to avoid confrontation resort to tactics like excluding the employees from crucial discussions and providing minimal feedback, basically giving up on the employee and not giving coaching, playing the silent card when it comes to promotions and pay raises. It's like a covert mission to create a hostile work environment That pushes individuals towards the exit, all without saying the words, You're fired. And guess what? A recent LinkedIn poll spilled the beans, revealing that more than 80% of employees have witnessed or experienced quiet firing. With the surge of hybrid and remote work setups, this covert operation has found fertile ground, making it easier to give someone the cold shoulder in a virtual setting. Now, you might be wondering what's a manager to do when faced with an underperforming team member? One, provide an opportunity to improve, to a point. Let the employee know they're falling short, be crystal clear about expectations, and document the discussion. But here's the catch. If it's time to cut ties, delaying the inevitable can harm your entire team and the business. So essentially, do the right thing and address the issue. Two, be compassionate. If you do reach the point of termination, Fulfill your contractual obligations. Remember, you're not just letting go of an employee. You're impacting someone's career and life. Choose a private location, be kind, be honest, and get straight to the point. Three, consider the team. Think about the wider team. Keeping them in the loop can ease the transition and prevent unnecessary speculation. While specifics are not mandatory, a heads-up is a good practice. Four, avoid the need to fire. Ideally, let's steer clear of firing altogether. Now, this isn't always possible, of course, but let's do our best. It begins with a meticulous hiring process, selecting candidates aligned with the team's values, and once on board, providing clear objectives and effective monitoring systems that ensure everyone is on the same page. So, the key takeaway here is to be vocal about expectations Keep communication channels open, and don't shy away from those uncomfortable conversations. We need to foster open, honest, and healthy workplaces where the ominous shadow of quiet firing has no room to linker. So let's tie this back to the advice we were talking about earlier. Mainly that, one, providing an opportunity to improve is crucial, but there is a fine line. Some managers may drag out the process, contributing to a toxic work culture. Second, being compassionate during the termination process is emphasized, but quiet firing often lacks the transparency required for a compassionate exit. It also can impact the rest of the team as they're left to wonder what's really going on and am I next? Third, considering the impact on the team, it's important to communicate changes, even if vague, to maintain trust and prevent speculation. And fourth, the best way to deal with quiet firing is to avoid the need for it in the first place. Transparent expectations, clear objectives, and open communication can contribute to a healthier work environment. So let's talk a little bit more about Milton. Milton is a squirrely guy. You can't quite tell what he does in the office. He doesn't really have any friends there. And it comes out at one point in the movie that he was part of some layoffs even a couple of years earlier and payroll just didn't get the notification. So HR didn't release him and he continued to get paid. He was on the payroll and no one really knew it. And as crazy as that sounds, that actually happens. There's a story recently about a member of the Philadelphia Eagles from 1990s who was still listed on the team's roster because he had been on injured reserve. So he was still listed as a reserve player even though he hadn't played for decades. So it is possible in big corporations things can happen. But in this case, it came out that Milton should have been laid off years before, but was still receiving a paycheck. And instead of addressing this issue with him and firing him, they simply took care of the situation by stopping his paycheck. They said it would work itself out. Basically, when he realized he wasn't getting paid anymore, he'd stop coming. Ultimate example of quiet firing. It's important to note That quiet firing can take place on various forms and may not always be immediately apparent. We're going to look at a couple of examples that could occur in real life to highlight the subtleties involved in creating an environment that encourages employees to quit or leave on their own. Organizations need to be vigilant in recognizing these patterns to maintain a healthy workplace culture and address issues proactively. And as employees, we need to be on the lookout for bad signs that our boss may be trying to get rid of us. And if we're asked by our superiors to move some people out, we need to think, what ethically is the right thing for me to do? Discussions. They notice a shift where where they are no longer part of crucial conversations that directly impact their work. This deliberate exclusion sends a clear message of disapproval without explicit communication. It's also important for us to keep an eye on inadvertent messages we may be sending to our employees. What if we are just being careless and not including people who should be involved in the decision making? Does that send an inadvertent message to them that we don't value them, that they are on their way out, and that they are in the process of being quiet fired? We don't want that. We can also look at selective communication and feedback. An employee who was once part of the regular communication channels starts receiving less feedback on their work. Emails and messages go unanswered and they're left in the dark about their performance. The lack of meaningful communication subtly conveys dissatisfaction and creates a sense of isolation. Again, as a manager, it is very easy for us to inadvertently give this message, even if we aren't quiet firing someone. So we need to be careful. Think about your standard coaching when you sit down or um, talk with your employees. Some receive that coaching much more readily than others. And those that are receptive, it's easy to want to give them continued coaching. You want them to succeed and they seem to really care, so it's easy to do that. But what about the employee who does not receive it well, does not seem to care all that much, so naturally you just kind of start shying away from providing the level of coaching And the regularity that you should and if you do this what kind of message are you sending to your employee let's also look at repeated denial of advancement opportunities despite a track record of dedication and hard work an employee consistently faces denials when seeking opportunities for career advancement promotions or salary increases this can be a strategic move by management to signal discontent without having to engage in direct conversation about the employee's future with the company. And finally, over time, an employee notices a gradual shift in their role. They're given fewer responsibilities, excluded from team activities, and marginalized within the organization. Perhaps they're required to move their desk multiple times, eventually ending up down in a storage room in the basement. That's a bad sign. This slow but deliberate reduction in involvement contributes to a feeling of isolation and can prompt the employee to question their place within the company. You may be asking yourself, why does quiet firing occur at all? Clearly it's a jerk thing to do and unsound, so why would an organization engage in such a thing? Well, for various reasons. Although it's important to note that this practice is generally considered unethical and can have negative consequences for both the affected employee and the overall workplace culture, there are some reasons why organizations might resort to quiet firing. So let's talk about those. One, to avoid confrontation. This is kind of a weenie reason, but it's a real one. One of the primary reasons for quiet firing is simply a desire to avoid direct confrontation, Managers or leaders may find it uncomfortable to have direct conversations about performance issues or behavioral concerns, leading them to opt for passive-aggressive tactics instead. Two, maybe they're concerned about legal concerns. Some organizations may resort to quiet firing as a way to navigate legal complexities associated with employees' termination. By not explicitly terminating an employee, they may believe they can mitigate potential legal challenges or accusations of wrongful termination. And I think this is probably one that happens quite a bit. If you think of someone in a protective class, maybe they aren't doing their job very well, but there's fear that there could be a lawsuit if they were to be fired. Well, in some cases, management may think it'd be easier to just make their life so difficult here at work that they'll quit. And if they quit, they're less likely to sue. Three, preserving reputation. Overtly can lead to negative perceptions both internally and externally. The subtle approach of quiet firing may be seen as a way to avoid damaging the organization's image. Four, there may be cost considerations. Quiet firing can be perceived as a cost-effective method for organizations. By not officially terminating an employee, the organization avoids potential severance pay, legal costs, or unemployment benefits. This short-term cost-saving mindset, however, can lead to long-term consequences for employee morale and organizational culture. 5. Cultural Issues In organizations with toxic cultures, leaders may use quiet firing as a means to enforce conformity or to push out employees who don't align with certain norms. This can contribute to a culture of fear and insecurity among the remaining employees. 6. Lack of Training or Resources In some, or maybe even many cases, managers may resort to quiet firing due to a lack of training or resources in handling performance issues appropriately. They may choose the easier route of pushing the employee out quietly. Now, I want you to think about it. We can probably look at our experiences in the corporate setting and think of examples when we have seen this happen to others, or maybe even examples of when we have done this to others. So we need, to be, we need to be honest with ourselves about why we are doing certain things and how we are doing them. For example, if we have an employee who is underachieving, it might be completely reasonable for us to put them on in a performance improvement plan where we do manage a little more closely their daily activities, which they may not particularly like, but is necessary for us to keep track and try to help work them up within the organization to really meet their goals. But if we are doing it simply to make their life difficult in hopes that they will quit, well, that's something else altogether. In conclusion, while quiet firing may be perceived by some organizations as an expedient way to navigate workplace challenges, it comes with significant negative impacts and ethical concerns. This subtle form of employee removal can have far reaching consequences both for the individual being targeted and the overall health of the workplace culture. The negative impact of quiet firing extends to the emotional and psychological well-being of the affected employees. Experiencing exclusion, lack of feedback, and denial of opportunities can lead to feelings of isolation, confusion, and demoralization. This in turn can erode trust within the organization, damage morale, and contribute to a toxic work environment. We may have examples within our own careers where we can think of employees or maybe an existing current employee that's just challenging. And we think to ourselves, maybe it would be easier if they just left on their own and we decide to go ahead and make their life difficult at work to let them choose to leave on their own instead of humiliating them with firing or something of the sort. Well, again, we have to be honest with ourselves about why we're doing the things that we're doing and how we're really taking care of our employees. Ethically, quiet firing raises serious concerns. It represents a failure to address workplace issues transparently and directly. By avoiding necessary conversations about performance or behavioral concerns, organizations risk undermining their commitment to the fair treatment and open communication of their employees. This approach can also violate the trust employees place in their leaders and the organization as a whole. Moreover, engaging in quiet firing can perpetuate a culture of fear and uncertainty among the remaining employees. The lack of clarity about expectations and consequences can create an environment where employees feel insecure about their positions, hindering collaboration, innovation, and overall productivity. So, to foster a healthy workplace, organizations need to prioritize ethical and transparent practices. Open communication, fair treatment, and addressing issues directly contributes to a positive organizational culture where employees feel valued and supported. It's essential for organizations to recognize the ethical concerns surrounding quiet firing and proactively work towards creating an environment that prioritizes well being and the dignity of all employees. And as managers, when we are faced with a situation where we either need to work an employee up, or we need to work them out, we need to do so transparently and make sure we're doing things the right way. All right. Thank you, dear listeners. That wraps up another episode of the Middling Manager Hub podcast, where today we delved into the shadowy realm of quiet firing. As managers and leaders, it's crucial for us to recognize the importance of transparency, open communication, and ethical treatment of all of our team members. If you found this episode valuable, don't forget to subscribe, give me a rating, write a review, or share some questions or feedback. Your feedback keeps us going and helps other managers find the insights they need. Until next time, continue leading with purpose, empathy, and a commitment to the empowered workforce of tomorrow. Oh,